You are listening to the VBAC Link Podcast, special episode number six. And boy, do we have a treat for you today. We are going to be talking to five different dads who have supported their wives through a VBAC. And ladies, if you... <laughs> If you have ever wanted to convince your birth partner of anything for your birth, you're going to want them to tune in right now. So go ahead and grab them really fast. And we are going to get right to it after this quick intro. You are tuned in to the VBAC Link podcast with Julie Frankham and Megan Heaton. VBAC moms, doulas, and educators here to help you get inspired for birth after having a C-section. Together, they have created a robust VBAC preparation course along with this uplifting podcast for women who are preparing for their VBAC. Although these episodes are VBAC specific, they encourage all expectant moms to listen and educate themselves on how to avoid a cesarean from the get-go. The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is not meant to replace advice from any other qualified medical professional. Here are your hosts, Julie and Megan. Definitely. Thank you. We really are so excited to have this episode and just want to thank all of these dads who have agreed to be on today in advance. So first dad that we have on the phone today is actually one of my client's husbands who I just adore. His name is Jace and he is just so excited. Huh, Jace? (laughs) He's so excited to be on. (laughs) Well, we are excited to have you. So we are just going to dive right in and start asking you some of these questions that we got off of our Instagram and Facebook. So question number one is, what do you wish that you knew before going in to your VBAC journey? And what are you glad that you did know? I don't know. I feel like my wife's very educated about this stuff. So I feel like I kind of, you know, gathered enough stuff going in. And I mean, Megan was great at you know, educating me on everything. So (laughs) stuff I wished I knew going in, there's not anything I can think of, honestly. But as far as what I was glad to know, I really enjoyed knowing about the counter pressures because the first time we had our first, well, when we had our first baby, it was kind of, I kind of felt helpless. didn't know what to do to support her, you know. So yeah, knowing that counter pressure was, was good. And you were awesome at it. And when he says his wife is like, was totally like caught up with knowledge. Let me tell you guys, she did her research. She (laughs) knew exactly what was coming next. So she seriously was amazing. Awesome. Okay. So question number two, Julie, would you like to ask Jace this question? I would love to. What Megan didn't tell you is Jace was at our very first test class for our VBAC prep courses. Him and his sweet wife were there with us and giving us feedback and letting us know what we needed to add or or elaborate more or take away. Yeah, so we were so grateful for him. But question number two before I just keep running my mouth is... Jace, did you have any fear for your partner or your baby? And if so, what helped you overcome that fear? Megan knows this. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't linger on like what could happen type of stuff. So not really, honestly. <laughs> Seriously, Jace was so chill during everything, even during a little part where it was a little nerve-wracking because um, their sweet baby decided to do something funky, which I'm not going to give it away because I'm hoping to have 
Beth on. We're working on it. <laughs> um, so, but I mean, even then, like he was so calm and relaxed. So I'm proud of you. Proud of you, Jace. Um, okay. So at number three, now Jace, we already know you had a doula and we hope you feel good about it. <laughs> but how <laughs> did you not, feel? Now is not the time. Now is not the time to, to say that you were in satisfaction. <laughs> um, so how did you feel your doula impacted the birth and would you recommend a doula to anyone, any dad? Uh, yeah, definitely. I would recommend a doula for sure. My wife's not the kind of person, and I, not not me either, really, particularly, that would have family come in during any of the parts of the birthing process. So yeah, just have someone there to be, you know, a support to who knows, you know, who knows her crap and knows what what's going on in the whole process was nice. And again, like like I said, the counter pressure was was awesome because she helped too with the counter pressure. It wasn't just me doing it the whole time too. <laughs> yes but it yeah was, definitely it was recommend really... for sure awesome yeah megan definitely knows her crap promise <laughs> <laughs> i would say so <laughs> all, all right, right. last question jace it's time to take it home this is the last and most important question what advice would you give a birth partner preparing to support through a VBAC? so the main thing I could think of uh, is just to educate yourself. I mean, you always fear things that are uncertain. You always fear uncertainties. So if you're able to educate yourself as much as possible going into the experience, then hopefully it'll go smoother. And hopefully, you know, your nerves won't be just on edge all the time. Perfect. So, Jace, after taking our class, do you recommend our class as well? Do you feel like you learned yeah, some good stuff definitely. in that class? And that was just the trial yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should see it now. Yeah, I, def- <laughs> I definitely learned a lot of stuff. Even 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 my wife, she she did learn some stuff too. Like there were times where we looked at each other like, oh, we didn't know that. You know? Oh, so hey. I'll tell you, she seriously knows her stuff. So yeah. Well, <laughs> awesome. Well, we appreciate you so, so much. And seriously, thank you. And we can't wait for all of the other dads to hear your episode. You're welcome. I'm glad I could uh, give some somewhat decent answers, hopefully. Your answers <laughs> rock. Yeah, they were rock. great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, have a good night. Okay, guys. So we have another awesome dad on today's episode and he is actually another one of my client's husbands and let me just tell you a short story about him I actually met him the day that she was in labor so (laughs) um, I totally just met him and man I just adore him this is Dell and we're excited to have you Um, well thank you for having me well seriously (laughs) we really appreciate you Nicole's like she he must love you I'm like okay good I'm so glad he said yes (laughs) (laughs) okay so this first question is what do you wish you knew before getting in to this experience into this going into this feedback and what are you glad that you did know what I did not know is the significance that it really had to my wife. I know mm-hmm. that she she had wanted it. She had talked about it. And to me, it's like women have been shooting babies out for a long time. What, what's, what's, <laughs> what's the big different? deal? Right. As, 
why, why, why is this different? She had had a, a, a natural-ish birth that was medicated with her first child, and she tried with the second, and given where we were at, I kind of pushed for a, for a C-section, and after uh, she fought through it for a while, she, she opted to go that way, and to me, I, I didn't see the, the significance of it. I'm like, you have a healthy kid, why... Why are you, to me, it seems difficult to have a natural, unmedicated birth. It just sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, I didn't know how important it was to her. That would be yeah. probably my biggest take now, looking back at it. Right. I think my husband was the same. He, I mean, I I talked about it often. I was prepping. I was reading. So he knew, like, it mattered. But I don't think he actually realized until I scooped that baby up and was screaming, I did it, that, whoa, Mm -hmm. like, this means a lot to her. And so I love it. Awesome. Okay, Julie is going to ask you the next question. All right. Dale, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Question number two, did you have any fear for your partner or your baby? And if so, what helped you to overcome that fear? Um, I don't know that I I really had a huge fear. This was a this was our third child, and of course we were you know we were at a, a great medical facility that they were able you know if this happened or that happened you know we were at the best place we could think of to be. So I don't know that I was I was fearful. Um, I, I guess I was fearful that of anything would be that. My wife had pushed so hard to have this experience, and she was scared that, well, what if I can't? Mm-hmm, and yeah. I guess that would, uh, I guess, I guess um, fearful wouldn't be the word, but just I, I was afraid that she was going to be disappointed if if it didn't go the way she wanted it to. Right, right. And that, that is something that's so hard because, you know, you, you birth partners, everybody is like, when you see your wife's, um, you know, like really passionate about something, you want it, you end up wanting it for them as well. So I'm so glad her birth was awesome. And everything went so smooth. And I'll tell you one, one fear of mine that I had for you is because they were something, little side note is they were far away. They drove a really long time. Wow. Yeah. So they drove, how far is it? Four hours, five hours? About, about three and a half, four three hours. Half. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah to get to the hospital so I was like I hope he makes it and you were totally there it was awesome okay so now we know you had a doula so would you recommend a doula how did it and how did a doula impact the birth like from your standpoint (laughs) (laughs) okay are you gonna tell everyone everyone how hippy dippy you thought I was no I'm just kidding (laughs) I I am I am I, I I will be be honest that you know when when, you know, Nicole first said, you know, I, I really think I want a doula. And first I had to have her explain what this is. And she gave me a very generalized thing. And I, I thought, you know, okay, you're paying some crunchy hippie lady to be <laughs> in the room and, you know, say go team go and all that. And that that, that was my first general impression. And 
you know, Megan reached out and talked to me. And I, I the first message I ever talked with her, I think I'm, I said, like, well, do you bring the chickens that we sacrifice yeah. or do I? Oh, I mean, I just thought this is like some sort of some sort of hippie voodoo, whatever. <laughs> and but, you know, it was it was important to Nicole. So I'm like, yeah, that that's fine. Well, you know, I didn't think much of it. But after the fact, <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. I, I can't say because, you know, from my perspective, and I don't know if there's other dads out there, when you're going through this whole birthing process, you feel totally helpless. Like you can hold a hand or you can, you know, get some ice chips or whatever, but I'm a mechanic by trade. I fix things. I want, you know. We're here to have a baby. Let's have a baby. Let's knock it out and let's go. Mm -hmm. And um, babies don't do that. So, <laughs> and uh, I mean, with the doula and the the process and the things that that you guys see every day, and you know when when this happens, you do this and it helps. And by experience, I mean I've seen three births, and I can't even count the number you guys have dealt with and the experiences you have from them that. I, I, it changed my perception of it totally. Yeah. Awesome. We're so glad that you completely changed that and didn't think I just slayed chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Add that to your resume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. It, yeah. I think that is something that is common though. A lot of, a lot of dads are like, whoa, wait, what? Like you're going to bring someone that we don't even hardly know, mm -hmm. but um, I'm so glad that you could see the impact for sure. Yeah, and if you guys didn't already know how awesome Megan was, you're going to hear a lot more of it because we've got two more dads to talk to that <laughs> worked with her. <laughs> so only one of my friends <laughs> is on the episode. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and ask the last question. What advice would you give to a birth partner preparing for a VBAC? The biggest advice I would say is, is educate yourself you know, educate, you know, what your options are, what your expectations are. Surround yourself with a team that wants this as bad as you do. I mean, we, we've had, you know, problems with doctors that just, they, they strayed away from it. And, you know, that that's their prerogative. But if this is important to you, get, you know, get a healthcare provider that, that supports your, your journey and, you know, definitely go with a doula. I, like I said, my, my perception of it changed greatly after after our birth because one thing that I didn't think of really is how much of an advocate a doula can be during this process. Absolutely. Um, because there are things that during this that um, Megan said, you know, how about we try this or was talking to the medical people, things that A, I didn't think of or didn't know and how about we try this? And there's such a patient advocate that support the, the mother because there's a lot of things that, as a dad, you may have heard, you may have listened to, but when the time comes, you either don't think about it or you don't feel comfortable, you know, telling this, this nursing staff or this physician that, hey, this is really what, you know, my client wants. Mm -hmm. Is there a way we can facilitate that? And it's, you know... The, to me, that that was huge. That was absolutely huge. 
So we have a spot open for a marketing person for our business, <laughs> and <laughs> I was pretty just sure you just nailed if it. If I <laughs> a link to apply, um, but just so you know, like I just want to say something to our women of strength who are listening right now. We had no idea what these guys' answers were going to be. Um, right now so just in case that you think we're paying somebody we are not. not this is 100% <laughs> honest review and boy did you nail it I know a class you guys can take I know some doulas that are, avail- that are available <laughs> and man I just love your answer so much yes <laughs> well it, it was such a pleasure and like I said you know going from from dancing around with with dolls and chickens and <laughs> offering sacrifices I, I i i honestly didn't know what to expect and yeah. and to go from you know that little skewed perception in my head to what what a blessing that you know this can be to the mother and the support that they get through the whole process because at least in our process it wasn't like you just called somebody up and be like, hey, here next week we're going to be having a baby. I think you could be there. I mean, this is a process. It's not yeah. something that just, that you know, it's a last-minute thing per se. So you develop a relationship with, with your customers and with the families that they deal with. And that it's it, it totally is something that I can't recommend enough. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. (laughs) Thank you guys for having me. And hopefully you can help everybody else and that they'll see the the value that you guys bring to the whole process. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Up next, we have my friend Joe. And Joe is Leslie's husband. You will remember Leslie from episode number 17. She had a special scar. And um, if you haven't listened to her episode yet, you are definitely going to want to after you hear her husband, Joe, share his thoughts about everything. So, Joe... Are you there? Yes, I'm there. Okay, good. I'm glad you're there. (laughs) I wish I could see you and give you a high five right now. Um, But we're just going to get right into it um, with our first question. And we want to know, what do you wish you knew before the VBAC? And what are you so glad that you did know going into it? Well, there's a couple of facets to that answer specifically. And I'll just start with birth in general. Perfect. One of the things that I wish I knew before birth in general was just more about the different options that there are out there. That birth isn't just in a hospital or in a birthing center or even at home. And you've got OBs and you've got midwives and you've got all these different options as far as like who you want delivering your baby I didn't know any of that you know before the my wife's first child our first child and if you don't know your options you don't really have them because it's not like we walked into our obstetrician's office and just got you know offered all these different options Mm -hmm. so just in general I wish that I would have known more about birth and the different options that we have to make that happen. As far as VBACs go, one of the things that I wish I had known before was how much a the support 
system that somebody has really makes a difference in the birth because there was a night and day difference between doing the HBAC, you know, the home birth Mm -hmm. with the special scar and everything at our house versus in the hospital with our first child. The experience was absolutely 180. I mean, the comfort, the support, and the ease that we experienced with the home birth just blew everything that we experienced in the hospital away because in the hospital it felt like we were having to fight at every turn and you were you guys were and we didn't have to do any of that at home because we had selected the right birthing team for us at that point and it wasn't really until after the birthing experience that I like really realized how much of a difference that made in the grand scheme of things so that's definitely one thing that I wish I would have known is just how important your birth team is in selecting the right doula and the right midwife or obstetrician, birth photographer, videographer, all the people that are involved, you know? Definitely. Awesome. Okay. Well, we're going to jump into another question. Did right. you have any fear for your partner or baby? And if you did, what helped you overcome that fear? Actually, no, I really didn't have any significant fear for me, Leslie, or Leora. And there's a few reasons for that. I'll just start with the most basic. My gut instinct was that things were going to be okay Yeah. at the end of the day. You know, and it tends to be pretty accurate, so that definitely detracted from my stress. Uh, Another thing was that I had looked at the statistics as far as birthing goes, you know, general unassisted versus cesareans versus VBACs versus a VBAC with a special scar. You know, I'm in the medical profession, so I have access to all that literature and stuff just like anybody else does, and I can read it fairly easily. So I looked at the statistics, and, you know, you'll hear scary stuff about, like, dehiscence or pulling apart of Mm -hmm. scars and stuff like that. But one of the things that stood out to me is that the cases where there was a dehiscence of that scar, there was no real clear delineation as to, A, what the scar type was and its propensity to dehiss, and then, B, what that dehiscence actually looked like. If there was just a slight tearing versus if, if there was a catastrophic tear with the bleed and, yes. you know, all, all these major, major I feel like you're major teaching our class you right now, Joe. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so Thanks. awesome. Look at your education. I'm so impressed. So impressed. Thanks. Well, I can I can speak that medical lingo stuff. Yes, well. you can. For those who don't know, Joe is a PA. Definitely makes it. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm a PA. I'm a primary care provider. That's so awesome. So I've been in practice for four or five years now. Good. So this um, so medical but, talk speaks to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm fluent in it. So I looked at, like, all these, all this different research and literature and case studies and all this of VBACs and the different, you know, results that people have had. And one of the things that also stood out to me as well was this kind of fear where there is like a zero defect mentality as far as what's acceptable in the 
world of obstetrics. Mm -hmm. Because if you look on the other hand, say in cardiology, somebody that has congestive heart failure, if somebody came out with a surgery that said that had a 90%, 95% success rate, a cardiologist would look at that and be like, let's go for it. Let's tell the patient and let's make this thing happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. However, if then you move over to obstetrics and a 95% success rate is seen as catastrophic and completely unacceptable in your doctor, no, most of the time will not even... <laughs> will not even present it as an option to you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the numbers don't lie. So I was looking at the numbers and I'm like, well, actually this is overwhelmingly fairly safe as long as it's the right person, right place, right time, right support network, and all that kind of stuff. Because most of the case studies that I did review, there were significant factors that you could see before somebody had a bad outcome. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And we talk about those signs in our class. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Awesome. And I saw I saw the same thing. So that definitely decreased my level of stress okay. yeah. approaching it. And then the last thing, which only helps out, you know, some people, but, you know, I birthed children before when I was getting my medical education. So I knew that I just knew how to deliver a baby. And I looked up the alternatives for, like, breach presentations and all this other stuff as well. So I learned how to do like what external version looks like versus like delivering a beach baby and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. So I at least like educated myself on some of these alternate presentations and how to handle them versus what I had experienced in my own medical education, which was just assisting in the delivery of uncomplicated vaginal and cesarean babies. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I I think you were more prepared than most, and I think that your confidence just kind of radiates. Like we could, yeah. we could, you know, you just you literally could teach our class. Yeah, you yeah. literally teach our class. So <laughs> we're gonna um, just keep you in our back pocket and pull you out when we need you. <laughs> but we're just gonna All skip right. to the last question and say, Erin, ask you what advice would you give a birth partner preparing to be back? The advice that I would give is to stay engaged with the whole birth process. I know a lot of, like, husbands and fathers will tend to kind of just take a back seat Mm -hmm. and just let mom do whatever she does. And they may or may not be, like, super supportive or anything like that. But I don't think that there's anything wrong with dads trying to learn going to classes with moms, learning what labor and delivery looks like, and, you know, just kind of the different options for birthing and the different options for care team members because knowledge is power. So the more that you know, the more confidently you can go into that birthing experience. And it makes all the difference in the world because I was not very educated in it with our first child, and I was with the second child, and my experience was so much better with the second child. I mean, the only thing that where I felt any sort of anxiety was just that things were happening so fast that, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't get things things lined up for Because we were supposed to do, like, a little water bath that she was going to deliver in. But that baby wanted to come before that, so I didn't have time to fill that up. That was my only, like, oh, crap moment during the whole <laughs> delivery. And so I was just like, oh. 
she's in transition. I can hear it. I need to push this off to the side and just get done. But because I had educated myself, I knew that the change in pitch of the noises that Leslie was making indicated that she was in transition. And I was able to be there for her because I had been engaged. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And you guys made a great team. I, I will never, ever get tired of hearing that birth story. It just, and plus like, you know, me and Leslie were kind of in it together. My first VBAC baby was born a month after Leora was. And so we were kind of all just in, in it together. And I, I, mm-hmm. yeah, you guys were learning right along with me and my husband. And it was cool to have that connection with you guys. <laughs> awesome. Yes, yes, well, thank you so much, Joe. We really appreciate you. Yeah, not a problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, say hi to Leslie for me. <laughs> Will do. Okay, bye-bye. Take care. All right, take care. All right. Can you believe it? We've had some amazing answers. We're so excited. Our next dad is Tyler, and he is fresh, actually, this year out of their VVAC. So we're so excited to have him. Tyler, thank you for being with us. My pleasure. Okay. Question number one. So what do you wish that you knew before going into the VBAC? And is there anything that you were glad that you did know? See, if there's anything that I wish I really knew beforehand are all the impossible things that I wish I could know. (laughs) (laughs) I wish wish I could know if there are going to be any complications. I wish I could know every single provider that's going to be at the facility, you do get to meet your healthcare provider, whether that's a nurse midwife or an OBGYN or I don't know if you have a family practice doctor who delivers, whatever, but they're only there for a couple minutes. And so I wish there was some amazing way that you could always be paired up with the same exact nurses that you could meet beforehand. But nope, it'd just be impossible to staff a labor and delivery for that way. So... Mm-hmm. But those are the sorts of things I wish I could know. You know, what's going to happen? What are the possible complications? I really want to know exactly what's going to happen, but that can't happen. And then uh, I wish I knew all the other stats that we'd spend the most time with. But you can't know that either. When it comes to technical knowledge, I felt like uh, everybody else around me knew enough, so there's nothing that I really wanted to know. Some things, though, that I did know that I was really glad that I knew or simply just the people that I knew I would be working with. So Megan was our doula and it was uh, wonderful knowing her and trusting her. And it was also wonderful knowing uh, our nurse midwife and just, uh, I didn't have any fears that they would push my wife a certain direction or especially the nurse midwife. Her name was Heather and she's just a really wonderful person. So trusted their expertise, trusted the way that they would work with my wife. And so those were the things that I was happy I did know before I went in. Awesome. And it was a good team. Heather was amazing. Oh my gosh, it was an awesome birth. Okay, so question number two. Did you have any fear for your partner or baby? And if you did, what helped you overcome that fear? Well, I always have a little bit because our so this was the one that we just got out of was our third child. The first child, we my wife had an abruption, and we almost lost our baby. Mm. If we weren't in a, in a hospital, we definitely would have lost our baby. Could have lost my wife, too. So, But everything went really well, and 
our baby turned out just fine, and my wife did too. So I I was definitely a little worried that something like that could happen, but at the same time, I was feeling calm. And I think uh, what helped me feel that way was I knew that I could trust everyone to respond in the best ways possible. And I'm a religious person, and I just felt like God would take care of us. Yeah. You know, going into a new experience after the last experience, you know, it's it's so nice to know that, you know, or just feel that way. Feel confident that, okay, I'm going to be taken care of. She's going to be taken care of. Baby's going to be okay. We, we've done everything to put ourselves in the right spot, and I'm just going to... I'm going to have faith and, and let this happen. And, and it happened beautifully. Yeah, it really did. It really, really did. Okay, so question number three. Um, well, real, real quick, oh, yeah. I think one other, one other fear that I forgot to bring up. I was also worried that her labor would just take her super long time. But thankfully that didn't happen. It did There's not. not <laughs> you can't really have any control over that. So, But I was a little worried. But go ahead. Question well, cause, and because mm-hmm. her last labor did. So right, it took a super long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this time was pretty speedy, pretty speedy. Okay, so I it's so funny because the question is, do you did you have a doula? But a couple of these these uh, have already been answered. <laughs> we already know. Maybe we already know, know that I was a doula. <laughs> um, so we had, we had the best doula. Oh, <laughs> she is the best doula. <laughs> well, the the other part of the question is is how do you feel your doula impacted the birth, and would you recommend a doula to others, and why? Absolutely. So. So to describe the impact that you had, Megan, I think I want to kind of go back to something I said earlier. One thing I wish I would know is who our nurse was going to be and all the other people that we'd be working with, most of the the labor. And, I mean, Heather only comes in at the end or whatever doctor you choose, right? And so I always wish I knew the person that we'd really be working with the whole time. I feel like those are some of the most stressful moments. And so, well, who, who's that person we know? It's you. So mm-hmm. uh, you're that emotional support. And I don't think nurses are always that emotional support. They do this day in, day out, and sometimes mm-hmm. they forget, oh, yeah, well, I need to. Uh, that's some of the best, most important care is just being there for that person's emotions. And uh, that's what I'm mostly there for. And I, I don't always feel the most capable of helping in those circumstances because, uh, I don't know, maybe because I'm just a guy <laughs> and, <laughs> and not a lady. And so it's really, really, really nice to have you there. And so I think that's one of the biggest impacts that you had is you're a, a super strong and emotional support, and not just for my wife, but for me too. Mm-hmm. And um, But then beyond that, uh, you've been to so many births. You have expertise. You know how to help. Just knowing that puts me at peace. So the I have extra peace, and you give the emotional support that we both need, my wife and I, because it hurts me when she hurts. So, yeah, yeah thank you. Appreciate you helping us out this time. Well, I appreciate you inviting me on your journey because it was amazing. And don't discount your, like, don't discredit yourself. You were amazing. And, yeah, you may not have seen as many births, but, you sure didn't look like it. You rocked it. Thank you. So last question before we let you go is what advice would you give to a birth partner preparing for a VBAC? Well, 
obviously, I think you need to have somebody, if you don't feel comfortable yourself being that support for your wife or your partner, find somebody else you know who's going to do a good job. And that's why I feel a doula is a good, a good option. And doulas are worth uh, their weight in gold. So I, I feel like paying them is a great thing. Also, you've got to choose a provider that you feel comfortable that that provider is going to somehow support your wife and not go against her wishes. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's another important thing. Definitely. Other than that, ha- have a good experience and don't get too stressed out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Going in and enjoying enjoying the birth. So when you do look back, you remember it as this beautiful experience and hopefully not anything more than and happy, you know, <laughs> or anything less than yeah. happy, I should say. Well, awesome. Well, we appreciate you so much, and we sure love you. Julie loves you, too. I she doesn't do. know you, but she loves you. My brother's name is Tyler, so <laughs> nice to meet you, that Julie. counts. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Still the love through the phone. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> okay, next up, we have Chase, and Chase is Karina's husband, and Karina was episode four. Mm, let's see. Or five, nope. or six she or was seven. six. Okay. She was six. <laughs> she was six. And this is her husband. So we love Karina. And if you haven't caught up with her episode yet, go ahead and take a listen after you're done hearing her husband give his info on how the birth went. We are excited to get the download from him. So we're just going to get right into it. Chase, question number one. What do you wish you knew before VBAC? And what are you glad that you did know going into it? Man, it's uh, it's tough to answer the first question. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but um, (laughs) Karina and I both did quite a bit of research with our first two babies as well as our third, because it, we were planning a VBAC, and we wanted to know all the risks and the benefits to, you know, having a VBAC versus just going straight to the cesarean like a lot of doctors wanted us to. So I, I there wasn't a lot that I wish that I had known, but there's quite a bit that I'm glad I did know. A couple of those, just to name a few, is one, I already mentioned the risk factors of the the VBAC versus the cesarean. I'm glad that I knew those so that, you know, as situations came up during the labor, I was able to, you know, help make decisions either for or against the VBAC, which in almost every case, it ended up being for the VBAC, both through the course of the labor and through the course of the entire pregnancy. Another really big thing was that I'm glad I knew that my doctor was a supporter of what we were trying to do because so many doctors aren't and they'll you know they try they would try to stop you every step along the way from the growth scan to non-stress tests to you know pretty much everything else that you might go through during the course of a pregnancy they they might tell you not to do the VBAC and so having a doctor that was a supporter of us doing the VBAC um, and encouraging us to do the VBAC and going along with the things that we wanted instead of just fighting with us just made it that much easier in a scenario that was already difficult. And the last thing that I was really glad about is that I already knew that my wife could rock a vaginal birth. She she did it with She's our first baby. She's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, she did it with our first baby and, you know, 
proved her her metal and took away really any fear I had regarding a vaginal birth and the VBAC was just almost a non-issue just because of those factors. Awesome. Well, that's really good. I I was listening to Megan just rave about you and your birth knowledge before we got you on the line. So um, I'm glad that you had so much confidence going into it and that you were very well educated. It's kind of been the theme um, with what we when we've been talking to our client's husbands tonight is just, you know, being educated and learning as much as you can. Cool. Yeah. All right. Question number two. So I think I might know the answer to this one, but did you have any fear for your partner or baby going into the VBAC? And if so, what helped you overcome your fear? Well, I, I didn't have much fear for, for either of them. And I'll follow that up with a kind of a why. As I mentioned, we prepared um, like crazy beforehand, both through knowledge seeking, through actual physical mock labors, doing relaxation practice, making sure that she was in tune with her body and that I was in tune with her body so that I could you know, help her relax more if she started to succumb to you know, any sort of pain or discomfort or negative thoughts that, you know, took her out of a, a good mentality. We just, I think that the physical practice was really important. And then the knowledge, just, you know, knowing what's happening and when and why is huge for removing fear because it's not, it's not the unknown anymore. It's, it's the known and it's not scary because, you know it's going to pass and you know why it's happening you can make proper decisions in the moment so we, we researched almost everything we could outside of actually going to medical school i did have one minor concern uh, was for the baby's blood sugar after the birth because my wife is a type 1 diabetic if her blood sugar were to not be controlled well during the labor for example if her blood sugar was high as soon as the connection to the placenta was severed, it would that high blood sugar would be in the baby's bloodstream and the baby's pancreas would be working in overtime to combat that. But as soon as that sugar source is cut off, the pancreas then kind of overcompensates and causes the baby's blood sugar to go low. We saw that with our first two babies. I was a little bit concerned we'd see it with our third but we mitigated that as much as possible by keeping Karina's blood sugar in under really tight control during the labor. So I, I really didn't have a lot of fear just because we had prepped so much and we had mitigated everything possible and given a potentially you know, not desirable outcome with the baby's blood sugar, we knew what would happen there as well. So once again, we just removed the unknown and then there wasn't anything left to do other than have a baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's a lot to say about that. There's this phrase that I like, and faith and fear cannot coexist. And, you know, with, with knowledge and education, you know, you really do eliminate those fears. And as you start to learn more, you'll find your fears just kind of dissipating um, along the way because you're prepared with the knowledge to meet whatever mm -hmm. may come up along the way. I love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Very good. You're doing great so far. Passing great so far. So two <laughs> questions left. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. Did you have a doula and would you recommend a doula and why? Shouldn't that be question three, four, and five? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we, we'll give you triple credit for this one. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a doula. Um, we had three, actually, which was really fortunate. One of them, initially we had two. We had the one that we hired, and then she had a trainee who was also there, which we allowed and, and even welcomed just just because having having the extra pair of hands, knowledgeable hands, makes all the difference. Like labor is a huge marathon of testing your mental capacity and your physical capacity. You know, once you've been at you've been at work all day from eight till five, and then your wife goes into labor right after the other kids go to bed, and so you know, it's like you've you've been awake doing hard work for. 15 hours and and now you've got to start another 15 hours of work without sleep it's it's really a test on your on your brain and body and having another person there or even other people like we were fortunate to have it it removes so much difficulty that would be there if you were doing it by yourself and not only that but just having the doula there was really nice for providing like counter pressure I could be on one side of Karina pushing on one hip and the doula could be on the other side while the third was, you know, rubbing her back or doing a, a sacral press. So it was just really nice having all of those hands and all of those people to help with this marathon that would be not impossible by yourself, but, you know, exponentially more difficult. Not only that, but they were they were able to make a few suggestions that I had suspected we might want to try, but I was my brain was so foggy that I couldn't make the concrete decision to actually do it. And so then having them as kind of the the confirmation of my thought was really nice, and I think it helped move the labor along way faster than if we had just been doing it by ourselves um, or even at a hospital with with someone not quite so hands-on helping like a like a nurse who's just running in and out and whatnot so yeah i i I definitely feel that all the doulas impacted our birth for the positive probably made it go 50 percent faster if i were to guess there was a, a a time period where it seemed like karina was stalling and and she was not really not seeming to make progress for three or four hours and the doula made a suggestion that that we do a particular invasive procedure that we were initially against but in the moment it really made sense to do it and so we we went to the hospital and had it done and and immediately labor just picked right back up and it was smooth sailing till the end so i would i would definitely recommend a doula if nothing else for the physical relief of having another person to help you know, do the massaging and do the counter pressure and watching your wife to or your partner to to see when they might be having a problem or to suggest position changes. It's just so hard when you've been up for 30 hours and your brain doesn't work anymore. And having extra people there to help you think is the, the value cannot even be measured. Yeah, absolutely. I know 
those doulas. So do I, actually. Yeah. <laughs> some of them were mine, actually. Yeah, some of them were. <laughs> and the doula that you had that was a trainee was my doula for my third baby. So, oh, cool. yeah, we're all kind of connected, connected in the doula world mm-hmm. here. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay, fourth question. This is a moneymaker, okay? You're, you're three for three now. So let's just see <laughs> if you can get 100% on this last one. Um, question number four. What advice would you give a birth partner preparing for a VBAC? And the the number one thing by far is just research, gain knowledge, know what's normal, know how to cope with pain, know how to handle long stretches of extreme discomfort. If you can't do it before the labor, then you're not going to be able to do it during the labor. There's so many people that go into labor thinking that the birth team will just be their savior and they don't have to try. The birth team definitely makes everything easier, especially when you have a doula on it, but they can't yes. carry you. They can't mm-hmm. do it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even and even with that said, with all the preparation in the world, you'll never know what, what it's actually like until you do it. So you may as well make it easy on yourself and get someone to help you lighten the load. So number one, just gain more knowledge. If you think you know a lot, you need more. <laughs> um, and then get someone to help you. So... Definitely. That would be my number two. Perfect. Okay. You got um, four out of four correct. Plus, I gave you bonus points for the nice things <laughs> you said about doulas. So right. you can go report Take back to Karina and say, you know, you, you got um, A+. Plus. Yes. Great. (laughs) (laughs) No, you seriously are so awesome. And we just love you guys. We love Karina so much. And she is such a big impact in the birth community here in Utah. So we're excited that we got to not only have Karina's episode on the podcast, but then we also get a special treat to have you on. So thank you so much for being with us tonight. Yeah. And like, like Julie said, you rocked it. All of them, all these dads did tonight. All five of our dads on tonight. Blew us away. Yeah. Good job, guys. (laughs) Pat yourselves on the back. (laughs) Yes. All right, Jays. Well, thank you so much. All right. We'll see you. Have a good night. Have a good night. All right. Holy cow, guys. Okay, me and Megan were really (laughs) excited for this episode before we started recording, but now we just are so excited. Yeah, we're blown away. And if you weren't listening to this with your birth partner to begin with, go back and make them listen to it with you, especially if you're having a hard time convincing them of the value of a doula or the value of um, taking a, a childbirth education course or a VBAC education course, especially our VBAC education course, as we would really like you to take. But really, any education, really, all these guys, I think that was the theme, really. The is, advice. You know, yeah. Education. Get a doula and, and educate doula. yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really. And sometimes hearing it from a guy just really can kind of touch a guy in a ways that, you know, listening to a couple chicken dancing doula can <laughs> <laughs> like get the point across to. <laughs> no, yeah, that I mean, that literally just blew us away. We are so grateful for all of these dads. And, um, you know, they all have a special place in our heart um, personally as well. But we hope that it helped not only you, but also if your if your birth partner is listening to this, we hope that it helped you, and that we want you to also know if you do have any further questions or you know questions that stem off of this, 
please know you can always write us. We are happy to talk to birth partners as well. Mm-hmm. So you can email us at info at thevbacklink.com or on our Facebook or our Instagram. And if you are looking for a VBAC prep class, we have online and in-person courses for those in Utah and outside of Utah. You can find more info on our website, thevbacklink.com. Absolutely. Okay. Have a great day, everyone. Yes. (laughs) Have a good one. Interested in sharing your VBAC? Head over to thevbacklink.com slash share to submit your story. For information on all things VBAC, including online and in-person VBAC classes, the VBAC blog, and Julie and Megan's bios, head over to thevbacklink.com. Congratulations on starting your journey of learning and discovery with the VBAC Link.